Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Flashback with the homies, episode 11. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we made it, and I got a special treat for you guys. But first of all, as usual, I am your host, Ernesto Grumzilla, and I have the man, the myth, the legend himself, LA's finest, Mega Man from the Mega Man podcast <laughs> oh what i love the intro man thank you uh nesto grumzilla man it it's been uh it's been a long ride man and i just want to say uh you know just thank you for inviting me on your podcast i see the potential of your podcast and uh i remember when i were talking i, I gave you all this advice and these dms and the info to keep on grinding on the podcast you know i mean i mean you i'm I'll be honest, I envy you because I wish in a way I didn't have pressure like how I had pressure back then, but you're doing it and you're not you're not talking about it, you're being about it. Most definite, bro. I mean, I got to say I talked about it for a while though, man. I've did like 3 years of saying, but I didn't know exactly where to start and I was like, I got to start reaching out. Like I I heard you on podcasts and you were the type of dude that was like if anybody asks questions, ask. And if anybody asks questions, ask. So one day I just said, you know what? I'm just going to throw a DM out there and let's see what happens, man. And you responded and you were like, grab your nuts, squeeze them, and do it. And here's how you do it. I mean, you're the one that turned me on to Anchor. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <clears throat> what happened, I mean, I mean, the whole story, I mean, I accidentally did the podcast on accident. Um, you know, well, first things first, uh, if everyone... Um, my name is Mega Man, but everyone knows me as Steven Martinez from the Mega Man's podcast. I live in Long Beach. Um, I did the podcast on accident because, I mean, I always been a, a fanboy, you know, like Side Dick always, Side Dick Eddie always says. At the time, I didn't know what a fanboy was. I was going to all these comedy shows. So what happened the first time um, I got into podcasts, I uh, was listening to Joe Rogan, Fighter, and the Kid. Those were the only two podcasts I was listening to. So one day I was watching on YouTube. Uh, Joe Rogan invited George Perez on his podcast. And yes. you know how, and you know how uh, Joe Rogan always likes to tell people, hey, man, you should do a podcast. Because right now, uh, Ernesto, you know, we're, we're in the golden, the golden age right now in podcasts. We're still baby stages. And, you know, and uh, it's, it's there. So when Joe Rogan planted that seed to, uh, to George Perez, do a podcast, I love the episode, and a couple of weeks after, I wanted to see if he really did do a podcast, and I, yeah, I saw. I quickly subscribed, started listening to it. I remember the first episode was Jason Rouse, that little pervert, you know, and uh, <laughs> I know, he's a fucking pervert, dude. I mean, and uh, <clears throat> I was, you know, here, saw, like, you know, uh, comedy, comedian people here. At the time, I didn't even know who, who Martin Moreno and who the Moreno was. Really? And no, I swear to God, I did not know who Jack Jr., Renee Garcia is, Ease on, you know, a uh, little, um, what you might call, Felipe Esparza. That was the one who it changed everything. When he said, what's up, foo? What's up, foo? Exactly. That's when I got hooked. And because of them, I started binging on their uh, podcast episodes, you know, and everything. For they, sure, for sure. Yeah. Then after that, uh, I started getting curious. I wondered if Felipe did a podcast. I started listening to that. Yo-Yo was starting out in the baby stages. And 
with Martine and Hooter. And, and after that, I started listening to other people's podcasts, you know, like Bethel Duran, Living the Dream. For you know, real? Oh, yeah, other people's podcasts. And check this out. Because of Bethel Duran, I heard other people's podcasts, you know, like Alpha Robles. When he had a podcast in Anchor, he was an anchor called You Don't Care Bro. Then I'll tell you a story with, with Alpha Robles. When he started doing a podcast, you know, he had his childhood friends, uh, Frank and Chinook from East L.A. Mm-hmm. So when he invited them on, our, uh, Alpha Robles planted that seed to Chinook and Frank, and they formed a podcast called No Father, No Problem. I went, I subscribed to that podcast, and I just binged at it, almost like, man, this is fucking good. And ever since then, um, I think we started in the same time, me and uh, No Father, No Problem, and we just started going, like, back at each other, like, not, like, bad, but back at each other with, like, oh, you got that guest, you got this, we're giving we're giving each other love and shout outs because we're just we, we came up in a way. Oh, for real, man. No, hey, shout out, no father, no problem, man. Because I I I I see the similarities, so that's why I was wondering about both of you guys. And man, yeah, we came up, we uh, came a long way. Then when he started getting more guests, and I was started getting more guestesses, like what they always say. Word. <laughs> uh, we started like like having getting a lot of uh exposures from because of felipe you know and everything but what happened was when i did that i didn't tell you when i did the thing on accident we'll go back to no father uh later but um when george perez invited me on um i was like the fit uh, for the best fan guest for the 50th episode i was fucking nervous i was like what the fuck do i talk about and this i was smoked out ernesto i was like what do i do it was a yeah. cool episode. I mean, I had some stories. I mean, look at, I mean, my 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 life is not perfect, man. I, it's it's everywhere, dude. Well, I remember uh, what what did they call the Sidek Army, dog? Mm-hmm. You know, you were mm-hmm. part of the Sidek Army, and it was it was one of those things, man. Because that's when I heard you, and I followed yeah. the same exact steps. Because you know, Felipe. Well, I watched him, you know, when he was with Fluffy, you know, back in the yeah. local days and all that. So, oh yeah, I started following him, and I'm and I did the same thing. Does he have a podcast? Boom, he does. All right, and I was uh same thing. Rogan, like he started uh Miss Pat with hers also, mm-hmm. with her uh podcast. Same thing with George Perez, and I was like, yo, let me see what's up here. Which opened the door to you, the yo yo yo. And Hooter, you know, and I just became a fanboy like that. And now having you on my podcast, it's almost like a full circle. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a full circle because, you know, it, like we always I mean, there should be a category for Latino podcasts, you know, categories like you want comedians, you want funny stuff, you want inspiration, you want guidance, you want like hip hop culture. I mean, like I said, there's so many podcasts you got Deuce from LA's podcast, Poderosa's podcast, uh, Buda Kaduda's podcast, Chicano Shuffle. You got the, the Kickback podcast. Yeah, Kickback podcast. You got so many uh, Let Me Know Pod podcasts. There's so many podcasts out there. And, uh, you know, we just have to try to be like, you know, be there for each other and support, you know, like uh, Buda Kaduda's podcast. They're from uh, Minneapolis. You're over there by what? Oregon and Washington in that area? Oregon, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. I'm in Long Beach, you know, and everything. I think 
Hippie Cholos, I want to say they're from Texas. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hippie Cholos. I'm sorry, but I remember you guys say one of them, you guys are from Texas. So there's a lot of there's a lot of podcasts out there. We just have to, you know, with this whole reunite and be be there because what happened, the the person who planted that seed is was uh Ramon from uh Chicano Shuffle, you know? And Hell yeah, dog. When he did that when Chicano Shuffle did that podcast with Doe Father No Problem, it opened a light with me and uh he just wants everyone to be there for each other, help each other out, but the thing will always going to be a problem for us, a lot of uh, Mexicans, Chicanos, like everything, Latinos. It's going to be crabs in a bucket. If one person's doing good, we have to bring that person down. That shouldn't be like that no more. No, it really should. We, we should not be a weight, you know, dragging people down, which is one of the reasons why I am where I am now. Because Freddie Correa, you know, he's a, he's a Latino comic in Vegas right now. Shout out to you from the uh, Thanks for the Invite podcast, Freddie. You know, he was the same way as you and Ramon and, you know, the uh, homies from Pura Cultura, you know, and Rodrigo, you know, from the What's Up Food podcast. And oh, the, yeah. Rodrigo, yeah. Yeah, shout out, man. These are all you guys are all the guys who extended your hands out and helped me put this thing together. You know, without you guys, if you guys all would have been like, nah, homie, figure it out on your own, you know, I'll yeah. see you later. It, yeah. There yeah. would I, be I, no I, flashback. Yeah, I get it. And I know because they feel, I think a lot of people feel like if a person has an idea and they take it away, I don't want to tell you because, you know, that was my, I was like, hey, that was me. That was my idea. That's my credit, you know? But it's like, we just have to be there for each other because, when you do have a bigger, when you have a, a, a big, like a podcast and your podcast is getting big, they're going to know who you are. It's like, oh shit, that's Ernesto from Flashback, Flashback with the homies. Oh shit, that's Steven Martinez. That's Mega Man from the Mega Man. I get this no lie every day. No, I get DMs. Thank you for giving me a shout out. Thank you for the love. Thank you like for reaching out and answering my questions or this or take pictures. It's kind of awkward, you know, or or I get a lot of DMs from ladies that want to hook up and fuck, you know. But that's 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 another that's another story. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that that's one thing, dog. Like I've been following you, you know. Like you did, you had MC Poncho. I had uh, I had MC Poncho. That I was had, one of my favorite ones, man. Yeah, I even had Tony the Wizard. Now look at him now. Yeah, on like Radio. Serious, bro. Much much love to. You and the Mega Man podcast, man, you got you, you, you blew up, dog. I mean, you really hit this shit running. What, what were you doing five a week every day? Um, the most, uh, the most I ever done was, uh, in one week, I did about I, I want to say 17 or 18 episodes. Oh my god, you deserve a crown yeah. for that one. I was in a zone, I because my kids were with their mom, and I was like. At the time, I was, for some reason, me and my ex, who I have a son with, we were having arguments. So I just want to be left alone for two weeks. I was on vacation for two weeks. I was like, just let me be. Because there's one thing, like, when I'm in a zone, I don't want to, I want to clear all the problems. I just want to do podcasts. Because to me, podcasts saved my life. And also, podcasts uh, conquered my depression. So I have to keep on doing podcasts because this is my hobby. This is what I love. And I... And to me, like, even though from this coronavirus, like, I have so many episodes like I have, but 
I so want to just get back in the road and, and start doing people's podcasts and this because I just feel like, oh, I just, I hate it, man, when I'm not doing podcasts. Yeah, I can totally tell, man. Like, I totally heard you uh, in this last one you just did, or mm -hmm. was it the one before you had, um, ¿cómo se llama la señora per uh, Perez? Oh, we say which one? Uh, which Heidi, one? Heidi. Oh, Heidi Perez. Oh, Heidi I love Perez. Hey, that girl's a horny dog. That girl's a horny girl. Tell me about it, dog. Every she would like go up, 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 and then back down, and then she'd go up, up, up on the sex talk and back down. One of my favorite episodes yet. But I love the openness, man. Like when when you are on, you, you're an open book. Yeah, it, you know, you talk about yeah. your past and what you went through, which is something I, I did want to touch on because you yeah. went through it, bro, with your kids. With my kids, man. I mean, the, it's... Like, it's, people watch The Pursuit of Happiness uh, with Will Smith, and there's a scene, uh, I don't know if you, you remember where, he's in the bathroom stall with his son. Me. That was I, me. Thank you. That was, that, that was, that me. was you, man. That was me. That was me because uh, it was me and my two boys, you know, we're living in bathrooms. See, what happened was, I mean, with my ex, when she when things didn't work out... I went to stay with my aunt and it was a short time. Then I was couch surfing because, you know, my family, my mom deserted me. She didn't want nothing to do with me because my last option was to move to Modesto. And my mom and my stepdad didn't want me. So I, I was left to be on my own with my two boys. And, and at the time, my ex-wife, you know, she didn't want to take care of the kids because um, she was having she she had an alcohol and drug problem. So, I mean, I didn't have no family to turn to. So. I thought the people who were said they're going to be there for me, like they just kind of forgot about me or turned their backs on me. So I don't forget things like that. But I had to dig deep because we're living in hotels. Um, we were couch surfing. Uh, we're living in shelters. Uh, we were living in public storages where a lot of the rats would bite us at night. We'll be paranoid, you know, like, you know, and, and this is in the summertime where it's really hot. You could die from like from the heat, you know, and wow. uh You know, we're living in alleys. We're living in bathrooms. You know, we were living in our cars. There was times when I used to, when I was working overnight, my kids would would sleep in the back seat with the ignition on because it was so hot. I had to leave the ignition on for the air conditioner so it can be, you know, so they can sleep tight. I was worried sometimes in a way, me working overnights and there the car is on. You never know if a cop's gonna pull me over, pull over that car. It's like, hey, where's no one in the car? There's two kids. What the heck, you know? But those oh, are yeah. Those were hard times. And, and people, there's people always going to make assumptions, oh, being a man, I don't believe you. But they don't know the struggle. They don't know. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so, like, I, I'm a survivor because, you know, going through all this. And when I did uh, move back with my aunt or, or you know, little, for a little time, I, you know, I, I had no other choice. It's like, you know, what am I going to do? I mean, I got to get out, you know, there's problems in there. And so what I did is like, there was times, you know, I didn't tell you, man, like I was so stressed out, I almost committed suicide like three or four times, you know? And I was, I think to myself, wait, if I commit suicide, this is an easy way out. What's going to happen when I'm not here? Who's going to take care of my two boys? Who's going to take care of my daughter or, you know, whatever. So I had no other choice but to, take money out of my 401k for like five grand. And I had some other money. My credit at the time was good, but it's getting there now, but I took a big hit, but 
in a way, I was looking for an apartment, you know, and uh, I must have put no lie about maybe 40 to maybe 50 application fees. If you think of it, do the math, 40 bucks here, 50, 60, you know, whatever. Out of all those application fees, only one called me back. And, we, and they, she told me, <clears throat> when do you want to come? It's like, right away. I put a down payment down, whatever. The only thing that we had was a air mattress, a microwave, and a box of cup of noodles. Ernesto, I have never had my own place since I was in the age of 22. So when I'm getting my place now, like three years ago, like in 2017, must have been what, 36, whatever, or 37? I was crying the whole night because the only thing, because the reason why is because we have a roof over our head. There's no drama. There's no people yelling. It's quiet. You know, I can't believe like I got my own place. And I'm making it here in L.A., which is so fucking expensive. And all the people who doubted me or my parents or this, whatever, were shocked because they wanted me to see me fail. Even to this day, Ernesto, there's people that want to see Mega Man fail because they no one thought I was going to do a podcast. There was people, I won't mention names, were giving me bad advice of how to do a podcast or this or whatsoever. I've always been... I had to learn everything on my own. And when I got the rhythm of how I want my podcast to be, I've got my shit straight now, my life and all that. I'm good now. So to me, this is not, this is to me is a redemption story, you know, getting my podcast, getting everything ready. And uh, I have to say, I got to give I got to give a shout out to Martin Rizzo. He was the one that really got me into the podcast game, you know? Oh and, yeah. Shout out Martin Rizzo, man. Big fan. Yeah. Right Hell yeah. And uh, he showed me how to do it from anchor. And I remember when I started doing the podcast, what am I going to talk about? I was talking about stupid shit. And what a hot, And I was going to think to myself, I wanted to be separate from everyone else because everyone was telling me, oh, Mega Man, you're getting help from Martin. You're getting help from Felipe. You're getting help from George Perez. Big names. I don't, I don't want, yeah, big names. But I don't want them to be like, you're depending on them because they back you. I always supported them, but I don't want to be like that. Like, oh, he gets help from them i wanted to be separated excuse me i want to be separated from them i want to do my own podcast because i want them to see the grind the determination the hustle of never giving up he's doing it with no fucking help and he's like wow look at fucking Mega man and it, it came a long way but you know I, I already know how i want my podcast to be but in a way you know once i started getting the rhythm of the podcast, that's where I made a transition. I don't want no one, I don't want people to know me as Mega Man. I want people to know me as Steven Martinez. So that's when I started doing uh, the Mega Man's life, talking about my life when I was little to now. So people would know my journey of, of what I've been through, you know? Ernesto? Oh, yeah, man. That right there is an amazing journey. Uh, listeners, you guys got to tune into those. Those have hitting jewels in them that people need yeah. to pick up mm-hmm. yeah man it's uh it's it, it's it's been a ride you know i looking back hearing those episodes and the people that were there for me and the people who who taught me to be a man and and they're not there no more they passed away or here or you know they're you know my mom and my dad can only do so much to be but you know what I, if I, I love my parents, but I don't talk to them no more. But in a way, 
they did their best to be parents, but in a way, I was just caught in the middle. That's why usually when a pe- when a when a mom and dad divorces and I'm like a middle-aged kid at 11, it, it it's hard, you know? It that's why it's better to have <laughs> get a divorce if you're old or you just had a baby. Don't have a don't you know, it it was hard, man. And uh I feel like my mom I don't know my mom anymore. I don't know my dad anymore because I'm just so way I'm more of a maverick. I'm more of a zebra. I do what I want. I don't, I don't listen to people because if people are going to say to me, oh, Steven, I've been through you. I've been through more shit than you. I could tell my dad that and say, man, fuck you. You never been through more shit than me. I've been through more, more times than you. What were you when I needed you? You know, but in a way, my dad was a pussy. My dad was pussy. What? Because the, the person who really called the shots was my stepmom. So that's why, you know, my dad wasn't there. You know, he he got his own life, whatever. And the same thing with my mom. You know, she, she, no one wanted to claim me. So that's why, in a way, it's more like I don't have a family, you know. But I don't cry about it. I'm not like a boy cry wolf or have people feel sorry for me and stuff like that. I'm used to it. The more people you have, the more problems you have. The less people you have, the less problems you have. So to me, I'm on, it's only about me my two boys, my daughter and my, and my son and the podcast. That's all I give a fuck about my job. So when your parents left you, uh, where were you living at this time, dog? I was, uh, when my parents left me, um, well, my, at the time I was going back and forth with my mom and dad was living, you know, but when my dad moved to Texas at the time, I was with my ex-wife who I have two boys with. And, you know, things didn't work out and stuff. And, and you know, I'm going to be honest, man. Mega Man was a little sucio because if one person's not making me happy, I'm going to go find it somewhere Word. else. And so that's where I met my ex-lady uh, who I have a daughter with. And at the time, things didn't work out. I was, I was being more like a prisoner because at the time, I didn't have no family no more. I didn't, I didn't have a license. I was getting shit together. I was a prisoner in my own mind because she was very submissive. At the time, I was stuck. I couldn't be me. Every time I would want to say something, she would always say, if you don't like it here, you, can, you and your kids can get the fuck out of my right. house. And that's, where, and that's where it's like I, I had to shut the fuck up. I was, at this time, I was like, fuck. I'm, I'm fucked. I, I'm stuck. You know? And, and that's one of the reasons why I was kind of happy if you think about it now, I was happy she she kicked me and my kids out because I got my license. I got a little bit of money. I got a little bit of freedom. But in a way, when I left that place, I felt so much relieved, like a monkey just just got off my back. How'd she feel about the podcast? At the time, I was kind of roasting her because, you know, she was saying some stuff at the time. But, you know, right now, me and her were mutual. We're cool. But at the time, I, it was like her. It was her say against my say. But I was roasting her because this. I was letting it know this is what happened, you know. And uh, it, she really did a number on me. Let's just say it like this: it's hard to kind of move on, but in a way, I did. But in a way, it made me more tough. Like maybe it made me more tough uh, with me how I how I put up with people's bullshit because she was a bullshitter. So I didn't need that stuff anymore. I feel you. She was holding me it down. It was one of those, like, if you don't like it, bounce my way or the highway. Exactly. Yeah, see, it's funny because I, I feel you in a lot of ways because I also, you know, I didn't grow up with my dad. He abandoned me. 
supposedly on a Christmas trip when I was, I, I lived in LA with my mom, moved mm-hmm. with my dad. He lived up in uh, the Bay Area. And then I stayed with him for like maybe a year. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to send you down with your mom for Christmas vacation, you know, winter break. And I'll send for you back up. And I, all I took down was just a black hefty bag with a couple pairs of pants, shirts, underwears. Let's go. Homie Damn. never fucking sent back for me. Right. And that was like seventh grade. So I'm at my mom and we're in L.A. We used to live down uh, in the Pico Union area right there by uh, MacArthur Park. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I that's where that's I was. At. I was raised in that area. Okay. So I'm down there, and then my mom's like, you know, I, I started hanging out with like, you know, the homies down the block right there in Pico, you know. And my sister, she was staying. She used to hang out with the fools up by uh, Temple and in that area, you know. So yeah, my mom couldn't take it. And she's like, you know what? Rent's paid till the first. I'm out. Peace. Keep the fucking apartment. And she bailed out like that too. She went to Long Beach. Yeah, oh, wow. so, you know, we kind of got the same story, and then after that, I move up to Oregon with my uncles, and then she moves up here, and I'm like, hey, mom, what's up? You know, I get to move in with you, and she's like, ah, I don't know about all that, you know, because I, I, um, I got a felony up here when I moved up here, so I was, uh, I was on probation, you know, and she stuck around yeah. here for, like, maybe a year, and then she's like, I'm going back to L.A., and I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm on parole, you know? And that's where my my ex-girlfriend, my daughter's mom, came into a picture. And same thing, man. My pro officer had to go over there to her house and be like, all right, this is suitable. He could move in with you. And then, you know, no family. Same thing. If you don't like it, call your PO, you know. So I had to just just sit there and kick it with her. See, that's the thing with, like, I don't know why, like, you know, with parents these, I don't know, like now, but like back then we had a tough man. They like, our, like our kids these days, it's like, they're kind I don't want to, mm, this is my opinion. I don't, maybe your opinion is more different than mine. I feel like with us, we had that tough love. We had like no fucks mm-hmm. given. We had to learn shit on, my, on our own and be survivors. Now I feel like well, we can do whatever we can to, this is my thing. I have a problem with my ex with, with this situation. I want my kids to be like not spoiled, but kind of earn it, but not be sheltered and be or spoiled. Cause I want them to be like, I want them to teach, I want to teach them reality because they think like, oh, yeah, like it's all like good and fine and dandy. But when you're 18, motherfucker, you're on your own, dude. That, that, that reality is going to bite you in the ass, you know? And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm gonna spoil my kid. I'm gonna give him everything. No, man, hell no. Let let him let him earn that shit. If you want something, like let him go work at it. Let him do this. Let him do that. Teach him hard work. You know. I feel like sometimes kids these days are too fucking weak, man. They're they're fucking. Everyone deserves a fucking trophy. Like yeah. I don't get it. You know why? Earn That's what's that up. Shit. If you fucking yeah. If you fucking lose. Next year, I'm going to get that fucking trophy. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do this, this, and this. If you lose, you get a trophy? Fuck that. I'd rather earn that. Hell yeah, man. See, back in the day, if your mom sent you to the store for, like, anything, right? A can of beans or fucking anything. And if you came back with nothing less, and we're talking seven, eight years old, right? And you come Mm -hmm. back with Mm -hmm. what, what, you know, 
a can of beans, but they're refried instead of the the real shit or whatever. Hey, you're getting smacked. You're gonna get smacked. I remember yeah. I, I used to oh. run to the store with like a, a hundred and fifty bucks in the money order, right? Hey, bad luck in the husband money order, right? Like she's trusting mm-hmm. a eight year old with like a hundred and fifty bucks and a number, right, to make a money order for this amount and come back. You know, that's the trust they they used to put in you because you. You knew trust, if man. I don't come back with a money order with this amount, I'm gonna get my ass fucked up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Check this out. By the way, we did, there's no cell phones. Oh yeah. By the way, there was no internet. Oh yeah. By the way, there was a lot of child molesters and predators who were about to kidnap Hell a lot of yeah. kids. Remember those times? Hell yeah, Ramirez. Oh, yeah. We were we were around that fool. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, a lot of shit was going on in this uh, '80s, man. I mean, fuck, man. When that shit came on, American America's Most Wanted and Current Affairs and all that, and you see a whole bunch of child unsolved mysteries saying, hey, with that horrible sounding uh, dude. Uh, oh man, that's that's hey, hey. Let me tell you, doesn't that sound when you think about unsolved mysteries? Doesn't that song? Hell yeah, the song, And then the dude comes out, her this is summer, and it's like, oh, you got the right guy for this show. I dude, it's on right now. I was watching. Uh, it's on Roku right now, but. Before you, before we, before we started the podcast, I was watching that movie right now. Death. Dad, you see, hey, that's a graphic movie. It's not for kids these days. I mean, fuck, there's some. They show a lot. Oh, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Nah, those movies back in the day, man. It's a different story now. See, they they don't make movies like that. Dirty Harry's Charles Bronson. They gotta put Kevin Hart in everything now just to soften the hit. Yeah, like, come on, stop in the hit. We have the real, I mean, they have the the new version of Death Wish with Kevin Bruce right. Willis. Fuck that. I want I want the Charles Bronson, man. That fool don't know. He was like no fuck. At all. Dude. He was a, what was he, a bounty hunter every single time or something? A vigilante. That's what he was. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happened, if you, everyone, if, if you, everyone, if you're hearing this, man, I'm telling you, watch Death Wish, man. What happened was, we'll make it quick. He was married, had a daughter. What happened? The daughter right. got raped, whatever. Yeah, and he went out. Uh, it was she, the, the daughter got raped so bad she had to be in a mental home, whatever. He had to get revenge. I, I don't know if his wife died. I think his wife died, but he wants to get revenge off those people who raped and killed his wife and raped his daughter and killed all those motherfuckers in New York. And the same thing would happen here. It, the, uh, spoiler Word. alert. Three, two, one. Like the same thing, the late the, the, his daughter got raped again, and she committed suicide, and all, and all of a sudden, boom, he started killing all those motherfuckers who who uh, killed his daughter. Crazy man, because um, I was just listening to Joey Joey Diaz, right? Oh, and he yeah, just yeah. literally brought Death Wish up as the worst rape scene. He's like, he's like, when I saw that scene, it fucked me up. <laughs> he's, yeah, it, it fucks, fucks you, you up. up. That scene fucks you up. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even. I I can't even. I can't even hook up with girls now. I, I feel like if I'm. Yeah, that put on me too. I feel like I'm make. I feel like I'm yes. I feel like I. I feel like a me too. Like, hold hey, up. hold up. I want to know this. Is this consensual first? Hey, am, can I slip my dick in there? Oh. Are we cool? Can I fuck? I just want to make sure. And again, this know? is before cell phones. Before you get that, thank you for a great night text. <laughs> man, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's mm-hmm. one thing, man. That movie. That was a Me Too moment way back when. 
And I don't think that's a Weinstein movie either. (laughs) I don't even know what it is, but I'll tell you one thing. That's a a bad motherfucking movie. That's that's a guy's guy's movie. There should be more guys. There's no, right now, there is no guys' movies. Guys, guys, action packed. Leave your wife, leave your kids away. I want to sit with the guys, have a beer, drink some popcorn, watch an action packed guys' movie. That's what we fucking need. A guy's action-packed fucking movie. Dude, we were raised on that. I remember fucking it used to be Bruce Lee, Charles Bronson, Dirty Harry's ass. You fucking got the triple play right there, man. That's some ass-whooping nights right Fuck there. And, Hell and, yeah. Hell yeah. And That's now we got about. Kevin Hart, The Rock. Fucking Ugh. once in a while, you'll see a pretty good Denzel Washington playing Denzel Washington, who played Denzel Washington in the last Denzel Washington movie. <laughs> it's like, come on. I mean, the closest, I mean, Nate's not even. That's what I'm equalizer. saying. The Equalizer is yeah. the closest thing to a vigilante type movie, but it's Denzel being Denzel being Denzel. Yeah, yeah, I I totally get it. I I used to grow up on watching uh, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, you know, James Claude Van Damme movies and stuff like that. Remember like the Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Demolition yeah. Man, Predator. Then you got Total a fucking Recall, seagull coming you know? in, snapping bones and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know what? I think the best movie was. Um, oh man, it was the one with the two the two uh, Jamaican people. Mark for, Mark for death. death. That's. That's a good movie. Part to Hard Kill to was kill. amazing. Mark for Death, Out for Justice. Oh, yes. That's a good Hell yeah, for son. That's a good book. See, people don't know about these movies. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it, it's like, just lose my number. Just unfollow me on, on That's because we're we flashback with the homies and we do the flashbacks, baby. Homie. That's what I'm talking about. See? Right now we're talking all this brings back fucking Hell yeah, memories, man. Dude. Like we're talking karate kid and then they redo it with a kid that's supposed to be learning karate, but he's learning kung fu from Jackie Chan. How's he the karate kid learning kung fu? <laughs> he goes, I'm gonna teach you kung fu. Nah man. Nah, fuck all that shit, dude. When you used to when you had to learn karate, when you used to get beat up and shit, you had to go oh, you, karate and shit. You, you do a karate stance and that made a fool go, Oh shit, maybe he does know something. And that ended the fight right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember. Uh, I don't know if you. I don't know when you watch this on YouTube. You see fights. There was this white guy trying to do this karate stance, and he was going against this cholo guy, this little Mexican cholo, super skinny on YouTube. And the guy did all this, and the karate guy beat the shit out of that uh-huh. kid, man. Yeah, it was funny, man. I'll find the video. I, I'll tag you. I'll screenshot it. But I, 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 it's funny, man. It's it's just like fuck, man. It's fuck. See. A lot of this stuff, man, we listen because, you know, like you and I, we listen to the podcast. I listen so much with Joey Cocadillas because he's like, he's like the oh realest. Oh my God, dude, you can't even fade him when it comes to like his storytelling. And he takes you to the place, what year, what movie, what song was playing. He's the best storyteller, hands down. Yeah. I met him one time, no lie. One time at the haha, he was doing whatever. And I said, hey, Joey, I'm a huge fan of everything. What do I have to do to make my podcast? It's starting out. He's like, fuck, fuck your numbers. You do. You, you be honest. You just be yourself. 
you know, like you should always maybe put your episodes out on Sundays for Mondays and let it just go by. But you be you. Then he had a rush. I remember Jack Jr. like, okay, okay, because uh, uh, I think he had to take him to another comedy show, whatever. And that was it. And ever since then, it's like little pieces of, of information when other big podcasters tell you little info to make your podcast better. And ever since then, I, I learned so much just from that little like one or two minutes of him talking to me. It just opened my mind where it's like, okay, boom, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I have to do whatever I can to put more content out, you know, because um, I don't know a lot of people were saying, hey, Megan, man, when are you going to have a YouTube that's like later this year and all that. But try to stay consistent and try to put bang out more episodes as you can because people are going to look at, oh, shit. Or Nestle is already at fucking episode 99. He's going to be at 100 because you're doing the podcast right now. You're going to find your – you're going to find – you're going to hit a – you're going to hit a slump when I always do. And I, and I, I told you the information. Oh, yeah, bro. You, the voicemail. You're, it's a really deep. And you know what? I'll, we're going to get into this. I want to get into the because – with you, I want you to really be ready for anything. So when you hit your episodes, you're at, 11. what episode is this right now? When you start hitting your 20s through your 80s, you're going to find who you really are. You're going to see if you really want to do the podcast or not. Because, you know, you will have suppers, you will have some slumps. There will come times like, man, I don't want to do it no more. There will come times like, why am I doing this fucking podcast? Why am I doing this for? You gotta, you're going to think about that shit every fucking day. Every day. And you're going to think to yourself, man, do I want to do it? Do I do not want to do it? But once you get over that hump, when you're like, oh, shit, I'm at 99. Oh, shit, I'm at 100. Then, like I said, you, you, you got this big old rock. You just took it off your back. And now you're like, you feel more relieved because everyone, when you reach 100, it's like a milestone. But you got to keep on going. And after that, it's going to get better. Yeah, because that's one thing I do notice is like a lot of the podcasts that I follow, like you'll see that there is like dry spells where nothing is happening. You know, you're you're like mm-hmm. week one, week two, mm-hmm. week three. OK, well, what's going on? Like uh, uh, Jimmy Norton, he does the Chip Chipperson. Yeah. And mm-hmm. comedy podcast. It's funny. It's a character he does. But it, it it was funny, you know. It was just hilarious. But he just stopped it, you know. Yeah, I well, I won't um, I won't mention this comedian's name, but um, I I DM'd him and I told him straight up, like, "Yo, man, what the fuck's up with your podcast? You just stopped doing it? Or oh, I'm busy." And they're like, "No, nah, man, fuck that. You fucking started it. You fucking you fucking finish it off, you know? Because I'm very aggressive when it comes to podcasts. When people's like. I'm gonna do a podcast. Keep on doing it, dude. But they're gonna. I'm gonna be like, hey, what happened? It's already been three weeks. No episode. What's going on? Because like, if if I'm listening to you and I and I'm anxious to hear your episode, I I'm I'm because I'm, I'm, I'll be very concerned. What's going on? Oh, I took a break. There's no such thing as breaking the podcast. He's like, if you're gonna do it, you have to be all in. And this is the thing I didn't. I think I want to let. I want to shed light on this. I know I talked to you about this, and uh, but I want people to know, people. If you're going to do a podcast, you better be all fucking in. Because if you're not, man, don't be that shoulda, coulda, woulda, like, oh, my God, I can do a better podcast than you. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Those are the always ones who are always going to be the first ones to talk shit. Fuck your podcast. I can do this and all that. If you don't like it, start your own podcast. People, I, don't, I think the, the person who went longest was like 
I think it was like 13 episodes and that person quits. Like, I can't do it no more. It's just too much. It's why I just don't have it in me because no, you just, you gave up quick. But like with you, like Ernesto, you're going to keep on doing it. Keep on going. When, once you start getting bigger guests here and there, dude, you're going to get all this hunger. You're going to be like, fuck yeah. Like you just want to do a podcast tomorrow. Then the next day, the next day. But I see the potential in you don't think like a lot of podcasts and, and people we don't know i see it i see it there's people be like people tell me i'm not gonna, I'll, and I'll, I'll say it too i'll say it very bluntly people get dms from me and tell me why are you supporting flashback with the homies i'm not just i'm not just lying to you about this there's people straight up like well he followed me and he wanted to do a podcast so i'm gonna show him but there's other people who want to do podcasts like hey Mega man would you support me and my podcast? But I'm a, I'll tell them straight up. So look, I'll, you haven't put nothing out. And I don't know what you're all about. And say, well, how come you only support him? And he only, he's only doing 10 or 11 episodes. So I knew him for a couple of years. It's a difference with you. I don't know you that well. So let's see what you got. You know, so people might think I'm playing favorites, but I'm not. I just know in my mind, I feel in my heart. That I know that your podcast is good. That's gonna for take sure, man. Level. And I am most definitely you know taking everything that you say and you know because you you always drop jewels you send me voice messages not just fucking texts or dms but you actually take the time early in the morning too like mm. i know you get off early and i was at work yeah. and i was at work and i was at work at three or four o'clock in the morning because like to me i don't like texting and i don't like typing whatever because it, it might be right. miscommunication I'd rather tell you straight up with my voice because I want you to know, like, oh shit, Mega Man, he's not fucking around. He's giving, he's giving me good fucking knowledge, but he's being straight to the point and he's fucking. And you're at episode what right now? You know. Um, right now I'm at well, I'm at episode well. Right now I just put out episode one thirty six, but I'm actually at yeah, I noticed that. But you have a hundred and forty four episodes under your belt. And that right there, yeah. if anybody is listening to this, listen and take notes because Mega Man drops jewels on this podcasting thing. And not only that, but in life experiences that will help you overcome because mm-hmm. you have so much knowledge and so many stories to tell because you've been there. You're not just spewing shit, right? Because when you, when you talk to me and you're oh, like, no. hey, here's what you got to do. Here's how to do it. Boom. Here I am. Episode 11. I got the Mega Man. The man that, you know... I mean, you had a heart attack, bro. Have we touched on this yet? <laughs> we'll touch on it. Let's just say, when you party with... When you party on the yo-yo-yo party bus for the bumps and brews over at Boomstown, let's just say Mega Man was Mega Megatron and Martin and Yo-Yo. <laughs> Megatron. Uh, no, Megatron no more. Megatron might come oh, out man. once in a while, but bad. But when you have a lot of craft beers and you have a lot of four locals and you have fucking fucking bartender Hooter Moreno over here giving me fucking blue Bro. fucking drinks of four loco and shit. Of course Megatron would get fucked up, man. I had to get a hold of Hooter on that one and have him shoot me the recipe because he was making those four local manmosas, man. 
bro. Killer. Killer. I see why Killer. Megatron came out. Megatron, yeah, I just drank. I was, I think what happened was I I drank too quick because I bought some of my craft beers, but no one was drinking them. So I was drinking like I drank like three cans or like eleven percent. Jesus. And for the uh people listening, this was the uh Halloween extravaganza for the yo 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 podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no. The one I had the when I had a mild heart attack. It was a party bus. We're ready to go to Bumps and Brutes to see some uh, Mexican wrestling inside of a. Uh, um, oh, that's right. Bumps and, Bumps and Brutes. Brutes with uh, Mariachi a Local. That's local. right. Yeah. That was something else. Mm-hmm. That was something else. Yeah, man. We got we, we got fucking. I got fucked up and everything, and uh, I was in bed rest for like almost what a couple of weeks, and. Uh, this is my second time I had a heart attack. I had my first heart attack at uh, at twenty because it runs on my mom's side of the family. You know, my uh, my mom's dad had his first heart attack at nineteen. I think I want to make sure nineteen wow. or twenty. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. High blood pressure. Uh, yeah, you know, and everything. It just runs on the men's Andale. family. A lot of obesity. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't drink like I used to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love craft beer. Sometimes Megan might get, might get a little fucked up, but I'm not like I used to be with uh, <laughs> with the yo 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 man. Those I love those guys. I support them. But man, when you go on, man, you better get a fucking Uber and you better. Yeah, you must run with Martin, man. He, hey, you, he's all about the ass eating, baby. Hey, I don't know about that. I tried doing it. <laughs> no ass eating for now. Ass, no ass eating. I tried that. You Fuck know that. him, man. He's got his own again. church now. So, hey, if I ever do touchdown, mm-hmm. uh, I got to get with Chuck over at a. I, I want to try that monkish. Oh, yeah. I got um, because like um, uh, I have a lot of whole bunch of craft beers and everything, man. I got. Monkish and Torrance is probably one of the one of the the best breweries. You made that of, sound uh, so States, good on, hey, on Heidi's podcast. Oh man, she she kept the can. I gave her some beers, and she she's like, "Hey, Megan, man, I'm gonna keep this." So why? It's like, are you gonna throw it away? I said, "No, I'm gonna keep keep it." She put it in her cabinet as a souvenir. It's like I want to remember this can, and when I think of this, can, yeah, I of yeah, I mean. I I really that made me want to try, especially when you were like, "Man, there's a line around the corner." Oh yeah, the lines. It's like lines of like of beers, you know. When I see a lot of the the, the some of the people, I, I one time I saw Huda Moreno there. He was there. I saw him. It's like I was drinking. I was like, "Hey, what's up, Papi?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and all. I mean, a lot of them. Yeah. Ever since I you know doing podcasts. I do love craft beers. I have a whole bunch of craft beers, and a lot of, and I get a lot of people in beer talks. You know, talk about beers. I mean, look at, I got some of your beers too. I got really? great notions. Yeah, they're from Oregon. Yeah, yeah great notions. We got Hot bar, Valley dude. up here, Manfest. Yeah, man. My buddy, you know, he opened up his. So if you ever come up here, man, you already know. Oh yeah, what I'll do is you let me know. I mean, like. We can do, like I said, when we do the podcast and everything, I'll be over there for a couple of days because 
Um, I have some family that live in Oregon and Washington, so I already know. Word, I kind word. Of over there. You got a spot here. You already know, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah. This is uh, what's this up? is great, bro. So what's uh, what's next for the Mega Man? You're in vacay mode right now, right? So right now I'm on vacation mode. Uh, right now I'm just relaxing, just chilling. Uh, I'm gonna have my friends of benefits come later on tonight. That's know, what's up. Fuck, you know. And everything, yeah. So I mean, you know, that's how it is. That's what happens when ladies slide through my DMs on my Mega Man's podcast. Hell yeah! Ass eating beginning. You know, just yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna just relaxing, uh, just drinking with everything, everything and stuff. And uh, you know, this week I if you I don't know if you noticed, but I put four up. I'm gonna I already put out three episodes Sunday. I put an episode out on I know Wednesday that's third, today. Man, you're on fire. Yeah, um, I yeah because I'm banging these out because I want to start doing some solo ones. I don't even know how long this fucking coronavirus bit is. I want to start doing solos. I haven't done solos for for like months, and and the only solos I do if I do the Mega Man's life. I mean, so I want to go back to doing solos and and talk about current stuff or this or whatsoever. But a lot of my guests I was supposed to have. Because of this coronavirus, you know, I had to postpone or I had to reschedule and have to wait because we're, we're over here in Long Beach. We're kind of locked down until till what, May now? And I just found out today that my kids are out of school now. So there's no school. So now I have I got laptops for them so they can start doing their homework. And it kind of sucks. And I kind of feel bad for the, the kids in high school who are going to be seniors. They can't even walk down the aisle or the ceremony or shit like that. So Yeah, it's 2020, weird, it started off pretty good, and then it just went downhill after Kobe. Yeah, man. And, and then first things first, people, stop fucking overpacking with fucking toilet paper and shit. Because I, I, I got people who DMs like, hey, Megan, can you hold me a fucking toilet pack of toilet paper and this? Chill out. There's There's a whole bunch of it. Uh, one of my friends, uh, he DM'd me like they had an offer up of some Lysol for a six pack for Jesus. eighty-one fucking hundred dollars. Eighty-one hundred dollars just for a four pack of Lysol. Dude, I just uh, went to a store real quick for a run for paper towels, regular paper towels, which there was more than enough. There was more than enough uh, toilet paper, so I think we're over that hump. You know what the new thing is right now that I notice is gone 100% in two stores that I went to those wipes what? oh yeah I can't get them anywhere any wipes anything with nope. wipes you can't disinfectants anything wipes nothing yeah even the Dollar Tree even that's where I went I went nothing. to the Dollar Tree yeah. nah, nah. then I went over to uh the Winko nothing then I went to Walmart nothing and they said yeah this is this is the new hype but we got all the toilet paper in the world <laughs> so they're good now I don't know if maybe in a way you can maybe they have some kind of stuff where you put a paper towel or something and have some kind of spray they can wipe or thing because I need I need disinfecting wipes to wipe yeah. down the table things and stuff like that. It so, makes it easier, but I, I mean I'm using four oh nine, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anything works, man. But like I said, man, like a lot of people need to start stop rationing and start being there for, and start helping each other out because. This is unheard of. I'm gonna laugh out to all those motherfuckers who bought all those toilet paper and they have yeah, to they're all sitting there like, man, they're, they're, I got too much and now I need wipes. 
60 fucking 20. You need you need to buy 10, 24 bags of toilet paper. I mean, what the fuck? That means I'm thinking to myself, you're taking shits 187 Serious. times a fucking day. I, I, I just don't get it. Now, I, being an essential, and my wife being an essential, we're not home, so, you know, we bought toilet paper twice this year so far. Other people, I know they're at home, but if you're shitting that much, stop eating shit food. (laughs) I know. Um, I have to go grocery shopping. I just... uh... I went grocery shopping in a couple of days because I have a lot of I have a lot of food, but man, my kids are like fucking like like fucking vacuum compactors, man. They just eat up all my food. I spent over three hundred, and that food was supposed to last us for oh, a month yeah. and a half, and they just killed everything. And I was I was like, fuck this, I'm not cooking today. I'm I'm, I'm gonna just go order pizza, but tomorrow I'm gonna have to rack up again more food and oh, I have fuck, a whole bunch of carbo, <laughs> rice, barley, malt. What else do you need? Hey everybody, just wanted to take a quick time out to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen, subscribe, rate, review, and or hit that like button on Flashback with the Homies podcast. Without further ado, enjoy the rest of the podcast. So like we were saying, man, the gym, that is something else. To uh, I just want that to be open again. Then I'll be percent. Yeah, man. I'll tell you one thing, and this is fucking funny, dude. <laughs> and now that I'm gonna tell people, please, what this is real, dude. Ever since this quarantine happened, man, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have to be cocky on this. Mega Man's been going on a fucking spree lately. Damn. I mean, fuck, man. I'm telling you, when women are quarantined, women come out of the woodworks texting, "Hey, what are you doing?" And it was like this. I can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna mention who. There were some big ladies, not, not what I mean by not big ladies, voluptuous. I'm talking about some major names where DM oh. like, major names were like DM me like, hey, what are you doing tonight? It's like, well, I'm over here. Like, let's let's hook up and fuck, you know? Like, Whoa. I was like, okay. It's like, and it's kind of weird. It's like, wow, I wasn't expecting this. I never mentioned I would never end up hooking up with her before. I was like, well, wow, you know? But uh Quarantine, man. Quarantine makes us, us us like fucking horny, dude. Yeah, that's what they're saying, man. Nine months from now, watch out for all them quarantine babies. I know how to pull out too. <laughs> one of them, man. I didn't. One of them, I didn't want to. I would. She was like, she was like, I want to trap you. It's a girl. I want to trap you. Oh, uh, but she no. Was like, I know. I know. I know. I don't want number five. Damn. I know. My pull-out game is whack. My pull-out game is more worse than fucking Hooters. Horrible pull-out game, man. Mm-hmm. You ever yeah, listen to American Wannabes? Uh, yeah. I, I listen from time to time. I know I'm like nine episodes backed up, but I know I was supposed to have uh, Jesus Sapuvit on the podcast. And nice. When the whole Corona thing, I just told him, say, hey, look, look man, um, we have to postpone because we're supposed to do the podcast at my place. And my one of, one of my kids got sick, and I didn't want to get him sick. So I told him, "Hey, man, let's reschedule and let's do it once this coronavirus is done." Because he would have been my he would have been my last episode, but um, no, nah, he would have been my last episode. You know, whatever. Then people start doing this whole like uh, online talking on the phone or laptops 
I just got my new podcast equipment, so I have to work on a lot of things. I just haven't had time. I've been so much busy doing other things like the social media, making a Facebook, a Twitter, uh, logos, g- getting all that shit done. And uh, yeah, but a lot of like, I haven't had time to listen because I usually listen to a lot of podcasts overnight, but I'm on vacation. So I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I'm like, like 30, 40 episodes behind on a lot of people's podcasts. So it's a lot of the stuff is like two weeks old and uh, I'll try to go through it, but I have to be caught up because I listen to podcasts overnight, like nine hours a day, nine hours a night. So I just start listening to that shit. Yeah, that's what I do, man. I work 10 hour shifts. So I'm at work just tuning in. If I missed a couple episodes back, then I leave those for the end. But I'm always like right on top of everybody's. Yeah. And weekends, you know, if I got to mow the lawn or I take the dog out for a walk, that's usually when I catch up on like Rogan or the East Coast, you know, podcasts like, you know, what dude and all these other ones. But for the most part, I try to stay on top of like my top tens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, podcasts, you know, because um, I listen to so much, but I want to have hear different ones like Andrew Schultz. Charlemagne, the breakfast club, you know, or just any of them, just something more different where even with like, uh, I've been listening to a lot of women's podcasts. Oh, really? Well, the reason why I want to shed light, because I'll be honest, like I always think back, you know, I don't like bringing up past, but you know, like my mom and my dad, they didn't teach me, they didn't teach me how to be a good man or, or be a good husband or be a good father or this, or be a good boyfriend. So I want to learn from a. I want to. He- I want to hear different women's podcasts if it's inspiration or relationship problems or counseling, because I want to understand. Because I don't want to go through this cycle of being with someone and it just ends up crash going out crashing. I want. I always wanted to settle things down, but when you think about it, when I was to look back, a lot of the women I dated, there was always flaws. There was always something either. The women try to be very submissive or they a lot of women try to like control me or try to tame me but in a way it's like you know I just I don't put up with shit like that I don't like a person walking over me I just want to be equal like 50 50 I just don't want to be with someone who a lady who's going to be like a sergeant do this do that and be hard on me because I already been through hardship I just want to be loved you know yeah, you don't want somebody that walks in front of you or behind you. You want someone who walks right next to you at all times. Exactly. Yeah, man. I, and I don't want no jealous women and this. It's like, look, and that's why I'm very blunt. It's like, look, if, he, if women are going to be like, oh, what happened in the past? Like, look, man, Mega Man was a man whore. Okay, that's it. That's it. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, because I know that women's going to bring up past or this or why you so experienced in bed or why you this or why you that because... I mean, what are they going to get out of it? Nothing. You're, you're just going to get pissed off. Yeah, that's one thing, man. The past is the past. You're the future, Mika. Yeah, man. It's like, you know, like my last relationship, you know, and I have a son with. I thought I, I, thought I really was going to settle down, but um, things didn't work out. And I guess in a way, I'll tell you this. It's like when uh, my situation happened, you know, uh, I was – doing too much podcasting, you know, and I, I didn't have a format, which means I didn't have a calendar or to, you know, schedule everything. I was just banging them all out because the reason why 
I was doing about 40 episodes in a, in a month. The reason why I was doing all those episodes, because I wanted to take a long time off, use those episodes, put out one a week. If you think about it, that's 40 episodes. You're, that's almost like what? You're putting out like, what, nine months worth of material, 10 months worth of material? Yeah. And, uh, I just wanted to stay home and I wanted to take, I wanted to do, have baby bonding and I wanted to take care of my son and, and, you know, be off work for a couple months and take care of my ex. But I think in a way when she saw what was behind the current of the podcast and this, you know, that's where a lot of that stuff was, you know, saying to me, Oh, you gotta do another fucking podcast. You know, I'm just getting tired of your fucking people. I'm getting tired of your, you know, so-called fake friends because there was a lot of people who, I thought they were my friends. There was even some guests who I had on the podcast in the beer game that I thought they were cool, but they turned out to be fakes. And a lot of it you learn from doing the podcast. So now, um, looking back on it, I I learned a lot, man, from this podcast, from relationship, uh, you know, not being too close with certain people, uh, interviewing your guests before you have your guests on your podcast because you don't know what the, what they're what they're all in for. Either they're gonna use your fucking numbers, or use you, or pretend to be cool. Then they ghost you in this, or they talk shit behind your back, or this. It's this is a podcast game, and and luckily, Ernesto, I learned so much from this because, you know, I've been through pressure, I've been through all that. So now, knowing what I know now, um. I'm 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 picking the right guest I want to have on the podcast, you know, and uh, you know I, I always tell my guests I'll tell them straight out. So look, man, if you're gonna be on my podcast, man, I'm not gonna edit shit out. I'm unfiltered. I'm very honest. I'm very blunt. I keep it real and stuff. And if my podcast is not for you, and my podcast is not for you, and Ernesto, let me just say this one time before you we we uh, before you jump on, I want to I want to clear this up. There's a lot of people who follow the Mega Man's podcast. Now, whatever you guys see on my podcast page, is this funny me? I've been getting so much flag from a lot of people who follow me, but they pretend they like me, but they don't, but they flag me. If you don't like my podcast page because of my fucking funny memes, the video of the day or, or picture of the week, if you don't like it, unfollow me, but you don't have to flag me or this or whatever or people say you're losing your audience or whatever, um, or whatever, or, or, or it's burning or it's killing my brand. What brand do I have? I don't even have merch. I don't even have anything set up. And to me, the reason why I put these videos or pictures and all that stuff, because there is people who are having the fucked up days and you need to have a laugh. Remember, laugh is for free. We need to have a laugh once in a while. We can't have a stick up our ass and be all mad at the world or sensitive. There's a lot of sensitive motherfuckers and you need to have a laugh. And there's a lot of people who don't like what I post, but with them, it's okay that they post it. You know, there's a lot of hypocrite people out there. So again, people, and when I put these videos and pictures up or whatsoever, I'm always want to make you laugh no matter what, because we're just right now, the morale's down. Everyone's sad. You can't do this. You can't do that. Have a laugh. Just have a laugh for once, you know? But for some reason, a lot of people don't like what I put on my podcast page, on my on my Instagram. See, that's the part I didn't understand because maybe my sense of humor is, mm-hmm. is I mean, I have one. I love comedy. I, like, I've been a comedy fan since 
early exactly. polo polo days, you know. So I'm not afraid of a dude that says fuck or shit or bitch or, you know, Louis C.K. I love him. I don't give a fuck. He, you know, yeah, his comedy's awesome, just like Felipe's, just like Martin's. And you were putting shit that made me laugh. That's why when you said people were flagging, and I'm, I went back and I'm like, okay, I got to see what they didn't like about this. Because that shit, that Corona shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of people were flagging me because it's like, look it, we are in the podcast game. We know, we see a lot of comedy. This is comedy stuff. There's people out there who have worse pages than me. I mean, come on, let's be honest. When Martine put a picture of like, hey, I eat ass or something graphic about Jesus or this, <laughs> I'm not I'm not tripping over it. That's his opinion because <laughs> he used to be a preacher. You know, a lot of people like flag him. Oh, that's not that. A lot of people DM me. It's like, hey, Mega Man, I don't like what you put. I'm going to follow you. Cool. And whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to get butthurt. Good. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You meet Desert Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But to me, it's like I said, like, picture's a picture, video's a video. It's all like that. But that's why a lot of people tell me I'm confused. What is your podcast? I mean, was it about? I talked about everything. But when I'm not doing a podcast, I'm promoting a podcast, getting the right guests or whatsoever. But at the same time, I want to keep my, podca- my podcast very fresh. Like, hey, video of the week, picture of the week. Oh, this is my upcoming guest. Oh, Megan Man's going to be a guest on this podcast, blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm doing. I'm promoting myself. And that's what I have to do. I have to, I have to, I have to stay, I have to stay a couple steps ahead of the game, you know? Word. You always do. That's one thing I'm learning on, you know, we're only 11 episodes in, but I'm always learning that, you know, you always have to have a subject. You always have to be able to talk about some and keep the conversation flowing, which is one thing I kind of pride myself in because I am a talker, you know, and but so I, I get it, man. You know, if people don't like the conversation you're having and if they don't like the subject or, you know, your memes, don't flag it. Don't be a stickler. Or what do they call it? A barbecue Becky or whatever. Or Debbie Downer. But Debbie Downer just step over it, you know? Yeah. Like I, this girl, like listened to a podcast. Uh, I knew her. She lives in Wilmington. But she put like, I love Mega Man's interviews. I just don't like his page. Damn. You know? It's like, come on. Like, what you expect? You want me to be like, I'm going to be my pod- my podcast. I'm not changing shit for anyone. I lost a lot of members and I gained a lot of new members and stuff because I feel like this. If I lose a follower, I'll gain 20 more the next day. That's just how it is. You know, people follow me like, hey, Mega Man. Oh, I like Mega Man's podcast page. But we all think about, if you think about it, Ernesto, what do we do? We care about the one negativity at, and and not the hundreds of people who share you love, who show you, hey, I love your podcast. We always look for that one negativity comment. Yeah, and then you you try to figure out why they didn't like you instead of taking the hundreds that said they love you, great job, we yeah. follow. But it's that one little fucking, that little black cloud right there that you're like, okay, now why? It, it, it's a, the acceptance situation, you know, we want to be accepted. You can't make everyone happy. There was even one time there was a person who followed me and I, I love this girl and everything. I, I, I know my, I, I, there's one thing a Mega Man always does. I always check my stories. I always scroll to the bottom 
to see who's my new members and who's my haters and trolls. Because the ones who always unfollow me, the haters and trolls, they always lurk and they always look at my shit. Because they always want to see what I'm up, up to no good. That means in a way you're doing something good when you have haters and trolls still lurking and looking at your shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. It. I love it. Shout out to Bookworm. You know how you are, SoCal Service Settles. You know what's up. Oh, shout out. Yeah, shout out. That's that's like that's uh that's Mr. Trill right there. He's always lurking, dude. Lurking. But you know, but like I said, these like a, a video pictures of you know, whatever. So what I'm gonna do, I'm just not gonna worry about other people's podcasts or people and this. I'm just gonna worry about me. But like I said, I already know how I want my podcast to be, my page to be and everything. I just want everyone to love my page and be happy and have a good laugh. Oh yeah, man. And if you and don't, then just yeah. step over it, unlike, unfollow, whatever, bro. Yeah, it's it's all good, you know. And you like like I said, when I have a when I have an episode, man, I want to make that episode. When I have a guest on the podcast, I want to make that episode like it's my fucking last. I want to make it so fucking good. That's what's up, dog. So I I got a question. What's I, up? I know you love brews, and I know you love to drink them. But do you brew yourself? Um, at the time, I won't mention the the, the club's name because I don't want I don't want to make them relevant. But at the time, I wanted to uh, to make some beers. That was always been my dream. But this is the thing I'm going to have a problem with because either at the time I wanted to do podcasts still, but if you do, if you start making your own beers, then then I have to take a break from the podcast and I have to venture off and focus on making beers. And that's the thing where I had a problem. Either I'm going to make beers or I'm going to do podcasts. So what I had to do is I had to make a sacrifice. I have to sacrifice not making beers and just focus on podcasts. Because if you make beers, it's you're you're on a whole nother level, and it's gonna it's gonna kill my podcast. And there will come a I don't want there will be a time where okay you know what I don't have time to do podcasts. I want to start making beers because I'm so focused on it and. I had to make a I had to make a decision, so that's why in a way I don't want to start making beers. I'll collab with people to make beers, or I'll learn or go to school when I have the time next year. But right now, this year I can't because it's coronavirus. But next year I will. Um, you know, little stuff here and there, just to make your own beers, just whatever, and just play around with it and and see how it is. Uh, I have a lot of connections. I have a lot of friends who are home brewers and stuff, and. Uh, you know, maybe one day if I can collab with someone or maybe collab with a brewery, like, hey, man, you know, my name speaks for itself. Your brewery, like, hey, let's link up. Let's make a beer together. What kind of beer you like? You know, there was one where at the time when I was with my ex, uh, we were going to make a beer. Be in my shouts to uh, Lewis, Preston's Brewery. We wanted to make a beer for my son Emiliano. We were going to call it uh Emilio, like the from, uh, from that movie, Nights of the Roxbury. Yeah, Emilio. Emilio. Who did I see in the corner? Emilio West. I was there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to make a beer for him, but it depends on what, what my son is going to eat when he gets older. But now that we're not together, so I don't know. We'll, I'll, make, I'll figure something out. I always want to make beers. I love craft beers. Um, but to me, um, I drink a lot of craft beers. I know what my taste is. I know what to drink and what not to drink. And people, I'm going to tell you this. If you're going to drink any sour beers, stick with sour beers. Do not mix sours with regular beers because it will fuck up your stomach. Mm. 
that lesson learned on that. I I didn't know, and it fucked up my stomach. I had to call out work for two days. Really? Oh yeah, it really messed up my stomach really bad. So that's the thing. But um, I tried pilsners, brown ales, you know, stouts, IPAs, quadruples, hazies, you know, just anything. But right now, I'm drinking more like the hazies, uh, stouts, and pilsners. Um, you know, monkish, of course, you know, if it comes to stouts, maybe some uh, great notions or some, um, you know, like maybe, I don't know, there's some good stouts, you know, I have some uh, coconut porter from monkish, but for Pilsners, um, I'm drinking like Labatt Blue, that Pilsner beer from uh, Canada. Oh, yeah, the Labatt's good. See, a lot of, we can't get these Labatt Blues, you can't find them anywhere. So I go to this place and shout out to Frank from California Heights. He's the only one that gives me the Labatt Blues. He tells me, "Hey, I got. I'm gonna order two 24 packs of uh, two 24 packs of Labatt Blues. You're gonna buy some." So, like, oh hell yeah, just give me that. And he DM me. He's like, "Hey man, I just got a surprise for you. So what? We just got tall cans of Labatt Blues. So I will be there. And I just, I just got all ten cans and I just wiped them out. Damn, bro. They're no good. sickness. They're good. How's the hangovers? No, it's good. No hangovers because I damn bro. Because because to me, Mega Man, I mean, I drink like thirteen percent, fourteen, fifteen, eleven, nine percent. So I'm already immune to stronger beers. So when I have some of these beers like Budweiser or Corona, it's like, man, what the fuck is this? It's like drinking Sprite soda to me. You gotta drink like like a hundred of them, huh? I don't know. To catch a buzz. Catch a buzz. It really depends, you know. Like I said, I always tell people, don't go to clubs and spend over three hundred dollars on fucking liquors and shit. Just get, just get a growler. Just get a growler at a brewery, and that's that's like almost like what eighteen bucks right there, and that's gonna get you fucked up. And those, and you don't have to get a fucking DUI. Word. Yeah, that's how it is. That's yeah, we we played a game. Me and my buddies here, uh, like two months ago, right? Yeah. It was called the. Let's see if we still have it game. So we went down, got ourselves Old English, Mickey's, St. Eyes. Okay. And we haven't drank this since we were probably in our early 20s. I'm 41. (laughs) I I am not fucking kidding you, dude. I don't know how we put these fucking beers away when we were young. I couldn't drink half of a fucking Old English. I got, story, I got a story. I got a story for you for our old English, uh, for our old English. But we'll get to your story. What, what's your story? Yeah, my whole dinner came up, and my homie, after I puked, he fucking puked. And old Mickey's boy, man, he had gut rot the whole next day. And I just don't know how the hell we used to drink this garbage back in the day and be like, "Yeah, boy, two forties in OD." Now. You know, you drink this garbage beer and you're just fucking hurting, dog. The garbage beers like those Mickey's. Remember the Red Dogs? Red Dogs, Cobras. St. Ice. St. Ice, Old English. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. King Cobra. The King Cobras, yeah. That's a good. You know, to me, when I drink the King Cobras, people are like, oh, he's drink that shit. Hey, I told him, hey, man, when you you drink too much craft beers, when you drink a King Cobra, to me, it tastes like strawberries. Really? <laughs> yeah, because my 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 uh my tongue is immune to certain beers, so it has like a like a sweet taste. That's like me when I drink Blue Moons; they taste like pepper. Oh, I didn't know pepper. L- uh-huh. Like black pepper to me. Okay, okay, that's a first for me. I didn't know about that. 
Yeah, Blue Moons, Black Pepper. I can't fucks with them. I don't know. I just yeah, Blue Moon. I always have it with like a whole bunch of limes, lemons, or oranges. That's probably why. Yeah, I just yeah with beers. I mean, I don't drink no wine. I don't drink no liquor because when I had those two DUIs, I just that's not for me. So I just drink nothing but craft beers only. That's you know, Coronas, all that stuff. I don't drink all that shit no more. Yeah, that's that's what's up, man. That's why we have a lot of up here, man. That's why you know, if you ever come up here, I'm I'm definitely taking you to a bunch of these craft beer oh, yeah. breweries up and down Eugene, because you know Eugene is a college town. The uh, Oregon Ducks mm-hmm. play play here, and so it's coming up. You know, there's a lot of like breweries and craft beer is really becoming kind of the thing here. You know. Starting to get known for it. I think you have over three to four hundred breweries in Oregon. Yeah, and but we're talking about majority being around this area. And and let's not forget. You mean uh, I've been doing a lot of homework. Oregon has over three to four hundred. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or is it five hundred? But you're not including the home brewers. There's a lot of home brewers who make beers at the house, or way better than the breweries. Plus, in a way, the people who have beer farms and they have a brewery and they have their home brewers, they're fucking killing them. You guys are bad, dude, because you have a lot of rain that comes down and the weather, and you make good fucking beers out there. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my boy, Sal. You know, he's a part of the uh, flashback with the homies crew, mm-hmm. and he brews his own, and he'll he'll get you a, a, a nice chocolate peanut butter porter, man. Fuck yeah. Put some of that with some fucking French vanilla ice and call that a beer float. You already know, man. He's one of the, one of the guys I always look forward. I'm like, what you got? What you got? What you got? Because he's got the whole keg and everything. Hell yeah. Taps in his living room, you know. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> oh yeah. So when we when we do our, the podcast at his house, and that's usually where you see like uh, a lot of the the listeners. They'll see the, the table and my wife and uh, Michelle and him and his brother. They're they're you know, Italian stallions, as I call them, because they're <laughs> Italian brothers. And, yeah, they both get together, man, and they'll throw down on some home brews. That's what I'm talking about. See, there's a lot of home brewers out there, man. There's some killers, man. Like, I remember I had uh, Julian Reyes from uh, Mojo's Brewery. He's so fucking good. Or, like I said, Lewis Preston's Brewery. Uh, shout out to Larry from Bipolar Thread. Uh, Beer Thug Life, you know, there's... there's Beer Thug Life. Beer Thug Life, man. Shout outs to him. I missed him. I haven't seen him and his wife for a while, but um, there's some good home brews out there, man, who are fucking killing it. And uh, I get a lot of love. Oh, shout out to GR Alexander. He he does a home brewer, too. Um, A lot of people uh, DM me and say, hey, Megan, man, uh, you know, for beer talks, I want to be on your podcast and this, or hey, try my beer. What do you think? You know, and stuff like that. So, that's where I get a lot of free beers from home brewers because they want me to try this shit. They want to get on the podcast. They want me to expose them to the podcast. Like, hey, I'm trying to get my name out there and stuff. So that's where a lot of people you got to really think about. You can have good beer. You can have a good social media. But do you know how to fucking talk on the mic? That's the thing I worry about. Word. Because a lot of people, they talk a big game. But when you have them on the podcast... They froze. They freeze. They freeze up or run out of conversation, and then it's like, 
so is this my podcast about me? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's one thing I and people should know. If you're going to be on the Mega Mass podcast and you tell me what are we going to talk about, don't even come on. Because what, what? Because a lot of people don't know, like, what are we going to talk about? And sometimes I got mad. I, said, I, I won't mention who. When this person said, hey, what are we going to talk about? And I, got, I was drunk. It's like, you motherfucker, we're going to talk about your fucking <laughs> pussy. <laughs> what know? do you think? What do you think, fuck nuts? This is your episode, fool. This is your episode. What do you think, Mega Man? Because I don't, I don't, I, if, if Mega Man invites you on my podcast, that's a big deal. It's usually the people that want to come on, they DM me. But if I, if I go up to you and say, hey, I like, what, I like your style, I like what you're about, I see your social media and all that, you're very talkative, I want to, I want to invite you on the Mega Man podcast, that's a fucking big deal. It's a big deal. That is, dude. That's why I was honored, man. I'm like, dude, this is a dude right here that I've been following forever, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, um, I didn't tell you this. I don't, I, I don't want to, I, I wanted to post this up, but I thought to myself, ah, I don't, I, nah, I don't want it to backfire. So I think a month, a month or two ago, for some reason, I was up all night doing podcasts, you know? And you know what? I DM Joe Rogan and I said, hey, you know, I don't know. If you know me, I'm a, my name is Steve Martinez, Mega Man. I just want to let you know, you know, my dream is to one day be on, your, be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. What I'm trying to do is I'm working hard every fucking day doing this, doing that, doing social media, doing other people's podcasts and stuff. I want you to know who Mega Man was. And I had this, this, and this. And I told him one day before I die, I, I want to be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. That right there would make my fucking day. If you ever invite me on, I want you to tell my story. And it would be an honor for me to come on your podcast. Straight up. I, I, I'll straight up. And I don't want to post it to make me get a big-headed. But right. I said that from He's seen it, but he didn't respond. Right. But So I left, hey. I left. I left I left a little cook a little cookie little crumble right there and let's see if he takes the bait. That'd be fucking amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz Rogan is like he's up there with like Mark Marin, you know. Mark Marin. Yeah. Yeah, these are dudes that have been podcasting since before it was cool, you know, like Adam Corolla. Adam Corolla, Dr. Drew, you know, yeah. these are the people that they were doing it before it was even a thing, you know. Who's that person? He was on the Joe Rogan's podcast. Was it Kevin James? He does the comics. Yeah. He I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he's the Godfather because he he said, "Oh, I've been doing podcasts way before podcasts." He says, "Like he said, he had over fourteen or fifteen hundred episodes way before podcasts started. Way before, you know." What did they call it back then? I don't know, but I remember the person who started the podcast. Was a VJ from MTV. 80s or 90s VJ? I don't know. I have to look it up. If you look up, if you look up how was podcast, how who founded podcast, it would tell you the list of people. But it, it was a VJ person from MTV. Man, like downtown Julie Brown days or Fat Five Freddy days. Oh, you mean you talk about Eric from the Grind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people don't know that shit. See? I remember that shit, but yeah, with the podcast is just uh, I I I DM'd him and I told him it's like one day I'm gonna get on, and you know people are gonna be like, oh, you're never gonna be on, you're never gonna make it, like that movie Dewey Cox or you're never gonna make it, you know, like fuck. Hey, I'll tell you this right now, bro. Uh, before I started this, 
like I said, I listen to the shuffle, Chicano shuffle, yeah. you, uh, Pura, Cultura, Yo, 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 What's Up, Fool? You know, and I remember there was, I think it was either Chicano shuffle or Ask the Fellas mm-hmm. who put this this thing on Instagram that showed everybody on there and it had you and the oh, Yo, yeah. Yo, Yo. And, and that? I, that's why I'm trying to, I'm, I'm wondering if it was Barlow's from Ask the Fellas or if it was the guys from Chicano Shuffle, if it was Ramon. But one of them put all, everybody, in one, and I put a comment. I, I said, one day, uh, Flashback with the Homies will be part of this category. Fuck, you know? dude, hey. And that was before. And here I am sharing my podcast with you. I'm like on regular terms with Ramon, with Smiley from Pura Cultura. You know, I'm I'm on regular conversations, you know, with with Barlow's and it, it, it you put it out into, you know, like what they say, you put it out there and somehow, some way the shit happens. Even with that spat, if you look at that logo with all the other ones, there's one called No Te Asustes. No Te Asustes, yeah. Yeah, I had both of them on. I had Martina. Peter. Yeah, I'm going to put that on maybe in a week or two. Really? Good fucking episode. Good fucking episode. Good. Those are, those are real good. The, those are good fucking episodes. Good. And episode. if you're, you're going to have them on, who are you having on? All three or just two? No, I had I had them I had them separate. So I had Martin, you know, a while back. Then I had uh, Beachy Peter on a couple like a month or a month and a half ago. Did but, he have his puppet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I because you know Mega Man, I don't know Spanish, so I right I right I Spanish. So, and this is say Spanish it for podcast. me. Say it for me. Pura. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Pura cultura. Cultura. Cultura for the culture. You turn I know, Cuban. I know. Somebody's going to be like, what the fuck, Mega Man? What the fuck? <laughs> That's two, bad. bro. That's hey. two. The hey. Pura Cultura and then the push-ups. The push Oh, fuck, man. When I did that, man, I, I, I dude, I, man, when, when uh, one of the, the twins uh, tagged me on it and I was like doing push-ups and I was like, oh, nothing. When I got to number two, I was like, oh, fuck. You know, and I couldn't do it. I was like, dude, that made me really think like, man, Mega Man's out of shape, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> but That's it awesome. Is, yeah, but after that, I drank that beer. But, dude, I, that shit can never happen like that again. And that's why I told, man, is this people are clowning me. What the fuck, Mega Man? It's like, you got to lose that gut. It says, well, sorry, it's the beer, dude. <laughs> That's awesome, bro, man. <laughs> hey. It's all good, and I am, I'm more than thankful to have you on Flashback with the homies, man. Yeah, man. It's a, to me, it's an honor, you know, like, uh, you've been following me for a while, and uh, when I remember you were telling me, you were sort of going to do a podcast, I'm going to do a podcast, you know, it's like, you know, there's people who talk about it, but dude, I give you more respect, man, because you did it, man, you know, so you, when... When you see me, when I tag, when I like tag you on a story or this, I'm not doing it just to help you. I'm doing it because, like, I like your podcast, and so that to me is like when they see the potential of you doing it. You're not talking about it; you're doing it, and you're getting in every episode. You're getting better and better. 
I mean, there was a time I DM'd you like, hey, you should do this and this, but there's sometimes in a way how how you gonna take it? Are you gonna take it more like is Mega Man trying to be a dick to me, or is Mega Man giving me a good advice? But it'd be something more. It's like it's to help you out, just a little anything that's gonna help you out to make your podcast better, dude. Dude, take it, man. Because at the time, man, be like now you're you. It's almost like in a way, a lot of people who started the podcast, you guys are getting a lot of help from us. For me, I didn't get no help. Some people gave me, but they gave me bad advice because they wanted me to. They wanted me to fucking fail. They were trying to sabotage my podcast. They were trying to, you know, fuck up my podcast. And that's why I didn't listen to it. And I had to learn on my own. I had to learn from YouTube or from other people. And and when you learn from other people, like the close ones, like Sergio's, uh, No Father, No Problem, Sergio's Deuce from his podcast, you know, Chicano Shuffle or, you know, a lot of people like, you know, you know Chinook and everything for No Father, No Problem, you know. Oh, yeah. We were have we had a, we got a we we when it comes to situations on podcasts, me and him we're like the first ones to going back. If there's something that they don't know, I'll help them out. If there's something that I don't know, they help me out. But now, but like now, you get so much, you get so much info of you know and everything. And when they see how Felipe or Sparzo or Martin or George Perez and and everything, they have teams. I don't have a team. I'm by myself. I'm doing social media. I'm getting the guests. I'm traveling. Um, I'm preparing the episode. I'm just doing everything. I'm doing like ten things at once. If I had a producer, it would take a lot of like stress, a lot of weight off my back, so I could focus on this, and I don't have to worry about that and this. I didn't tell you this. Also, today I spent over close to nine hours today promoting my episodes for both my pages because um, later on this week I'm going to do, like I said, Facebook and Twitter. I have to promote the episode as much as I can. I have to do a lot of tags and this or whatever. I have to DM like, hey, I'm going to do this and this and this. So there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes of promoting an episode. Oh, yeah. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. And you see those numbers growing. And that's kind of like, you're, you, that's the part that's kind of like the applause, the pat on the back is mm-hmm. when you put in all that work and you, like you said, nine hours of just putting all your, your stuff together to put it out. Right. Yeah. And then you see your numbers start to grow. Yeah. Then you're like, Oh, okay, good. It's, it, it was worth it. I, 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 I'll be honest. I trolled a little bit. There's a whole bunch of podcasts and I see their numbers. I see what they do. They don't put that much stories up. They don't promote. They don't do this. It's like, dude, you got to go hard. Sometimes they put two stories up. I'll be like, motherfucker, put fucking 25. Let them know. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. They're going to eventually, gonna, you're going to break them, and they're going to start listening to your episode. You're going to promote this, this, and this, and this, and this. You have to push them out. And that's where a lot of my guests, before, we, uh, before we're almost done, be, but that's why a lot of my guests, they get kind of irritated sometimes. Like, why are you doing this for they say, you want your numbers to be high? You want your stories to be told? You want more followers? You want more people like, wow, man, I, I like her story. I want to see what she's all about. You have to promote much as you can. Some people need to be like, it's not about me, Mega Man. It's about my guests. It's about their story being told. So, you know, that's what I always want to do. I want them to be told the right way and for their story to live on. That is what's up, man. And that is one piece of advice that I am going to start doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. 
is putting up more content on the flashback page. You have to because it does it does help a lot. Anything that you can do, because like I said, once I get my YouTube, I have videos and I put little skits from the episode or this. Give them a little tease, like oh my god, this person had so and so on the podcast, and you give them a little thirty second tease or whatever. Give them three little. 30 second videos of uh, what's behind the scenes or this because that's what I want to do when I do my podcast when I get the IGTV and the YouTube I want to do some behind the scenes I'm going to do this and this and this because I want them to know when you come on the Mega Mask story this is what behind the scene is this is what we're talking about this is what we're doing we're having a good time we're eating pizza this or whatsoever I want my guests to be themselves and be at home I heard that yeah man no, there's no script shit here. I it's like to me, I have my questions I want to talk about, but that's to me is my cheating paper. That's like to me if if I you know something because when you start doing YouTube, it's a whole new ball game. You have to memorize all that shit in your head, you know. Oh yeah, man. I mean that's visual now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So a lot of a lot of people think a podcast is easy. <laughs> a lot of people say Mega Man. Show me the show me the inside. Show me this, and I show them. I don't give people easy ways. I give people the hard ways because I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm giving you all this information, all the hard stuff and everything. Because you know what? Sooner or later, one day it's gonna pay off. You know, there's always gonna be a situation if you have a guest that's being like a diva, or you have a a guest who is uh doesn't want to talk or this or what happens if. You have a guest on and that canceled. Then you have a plan B and that guest canceled. Who's your plan C as your guest? Or what happens when you have all these questions and you grow through it in 20 minutes and it's an hour and a half episode? What are you going to talk about? You have to deal with situations on the podcast. And that's what I dealt with, with all this stuff who I, you know, all the stuff that I've been through the podcast in the podcast and outside the podcast with situations it made me experience like, okay, this won't ever do this. I won't do this. You won't do that. So that's why I have a book, Ernesto. You want to write down the weaknesses, what you're doing wrong on your podcast. So when you write it down, I won't do this. I won't do that. This one, you know, you learn from it. And that's what, what's going to make you better. And that's going to make you take it to the next level in the podcast game. I love that, bro. That That's another jewel right there that I am going to pick up. And I'm going to add to uh, pretty much the, uh, the the manifest of this podcast game and, and elevating yeah. it up. You and have to because, I, yeah, because you have to because a lot of people think, oh, my podcast is a shit, like their shit doesn't stink. But a lot of people don't want to work on the weaknesses. So that's what I want to do. I want to work on my weaknesses to make the podcast better. Like, oh, my God, Mega Man matured. Mega Man stepped up his game. Mega Man worked on his, his, his weaknesses. Now he's coming, he's coming on his own. It's, it's getting better and better. Every episode's getting better and better, Ernesto. That's what's up, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Man. You, you got shout-outs or anything? Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my boys, Gavin, Alex, uh, Miliano, my daughter, Luna. Daddy loves you. Um, to the whole, to everyone that follows me on the Mega Man's podcast, um, dude, I can't breathe right now. I'm getting nervous. I don't know why, but uh, shout outs to you, Ernesto, from the you know flashback with your homies, you and your family. Stay safe out there in Oregon. Shout outs to um, Let Me Know Pod. 
uh, Potter Rose's podcast, Dirt Surges from Deuce from LA's podcast, No Father, No Problem, Yo, 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 Felipe, George Perez, uh, Chicano Shuffle, Hippie Cholo podcast, uh, Buddha Katura's podcast. Yeah. Um, just everyone out there, just stay safe out there from this coronavirus. Um, people, I know the morale's down. Come on, man. I know we're going to get through this. Just believe. Just be happy, you know, and everyone. And also, uh, again, once again, Ernesto, thank you for uh, letting me come on your podcast. And everyone, um, you can find my podcast um, on IG at The Mega Man's Podcast or my personal page at Mega Man's. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wash your hands, wash your mouth. Don't kiss babies in the mouth. Stay safe. <laughs> All right.